the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Heading into week four of the NFL season. This is only our second show. We know we need to pick up the pace, um, and we plan on doing that. Um, I'm happy to report that the the three-man booth is back. So I'm joined by John D'Amato and my dad, Cowboy Sr., John, how's it going? Ah, uh, great. Sorry it was a zero-man booth uh, last week, but uh, at least uh, Sunday I got to uh, watch the uh, the bitter uh, rivalry with, uh, with, with the best Patch fan of all time. So it was good to be with Senior. <laughs> great time, great time. I was going to say I wasn't able to make it, John, so I'm not sure who you were talking about there. <laughs> oh, Cowboy Senior. How goes it? Couldn't be better. Like, what a... What a week for me to be making my first appearance here on the uh, podcast. I'm, I'm just going to jump in with something quick. I know we're going to get into things more specifically, but just a few general statements here. Four things from this weekend that made me very happy, maybe even made me chuckle a bit. In fact, some of it made me laugh my ass off. Four things. Number one, <laughs> death taxes and the Patriots beat the Jets 15 times in a row, baby. A great number one. Number two, the Bears. Some things never change. They only get worse. Number three, how about them Cowboys? All the overreactors calling them the best team in the history of football after the first two weeks. Bring it down a few notches, boys. And last but certainly not least, I saved the best for last. Number four, you know, there was this coach who, before the season started, to me, I told Cowboy about it. I thought it was the most one of the most classless things I've ever heard come out of a veteran coach as he tr- had to. He couldn't just walk in and do his job. He had to completely trash his predecessor who coached the team the previous year. Well, guess what? Nobody ever laid a 70-burger on the Nathaniel Hackett's Broncos. <laughs> Tom is a bitch, Sean Payton, and she bit you in the ass. And with that, let's ride until this week in the, this week in the NFL. <laughs> Man, it's no nowhere to go from that but down after that uh, after that promo. Cowboy Senior fired up. You hit some of our main talking points. Um, I, I I don't know if you listened to the show, John and I did, but I I talked about the Bears. I, I tried to be objective, but you know I knew I knew I knew you weren't on the show with us, so I was I, I laid into the Bears a little, but clearly you've taken that up a notch, so. <laughs> I, I, you know, all four things. I, you know, I, it's funny, senior. I was going to lead. You, you've kind of thrown me for a loop here because my initial question was going to be to you was going to say, hey, we haven't talked to you. What are your what are your big reactions from the first three weeks? Um, I think, <laughs> I think, we, just got, I think we just got them all. Um, so let's start. Let's start with New England and the Jets, even though it wasn't the glamour game. Um, important game. Right. You have two teams, both teams really, you know, you could argue like their seasons, any any hope for a decent season probably depended on a win here. The Patriots to not fall to 0 and 3, the Jets not to fall to 1 and 2. Um, this thing kind of played out exactly how you would think it would. Right. Ugly, ugly. And the Pats kind of got it done in the end. There was almost a Hail Mary. Um, so, senior, I want to want to ask you. This is kind of the hot question, right? 
we know like the, there was the we talked John and I talked about it last week. There was the unfortunate um, Achilles injury to Rogers in week one. <laughs> Go senior. <laughs> I felt bad for Aaron. You know, he he's probably back in his darkness retreat now. And that's OK. I feel bad for some of the loyal Jets fans, but I don't feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. That's for sure. All right. All right. So the, 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 <laughs> we'll leave that one alone. We're going to leave it alone. Um, but the Jets have been, you know, talking up Wilson. We all kind of know Wilson's terrible, right? I think he looks just as bad this year as he, as he ever has. Um, there's been some talk, some chatter around like the coaches already kind of losing the locker room by backing Wilson. You saw some stuff on the sidelines during this game. Um, Rogers chimed in today. I think it was today. I don't know if you saw that, but kind of said something along the lines of, Hey, maybe some, some of this stuff wouldn't be happening if I was out there, which is kind of what you'd expect Aaron Rodgers to say. Um, what camp are you in, Cedar? Do you think this like there's this camp out there that says this roster is so talented and this defense is so good that you can't waste this season and you have to do make some kind of drastic move? And there, like there's really only a couple of drastic moves that are even out there, right? You could overpay and get maybe a Cousins because they're zero and three. That's the one you hear about. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You overpay for some other marginal quarterback or do you just ride it out with Wilson knowing that your ceilings probably, I guess, eight and nine, maybe. And just hope um, hope Aaron comes back next year. Well, you know, I think what we've seen so far. I'm going to say that maybe the talk that the Jets were so good that they were a quarterback away from being Super Bowl champions has looked like it might have been a bit overblown like look at the numbers for their defense so far and they haven't they've been far from spectacular I mean I know the Pats only scored 15 points Sunday but but they really moved the ball on them on a day with bad conditions they were able to run the ball Mac was able to get a lot done through the air I mean as John kept saying the 86 Bears should get them th- should just three and out of here now, and they weren't getting that done. And I think, oh wait wait as John kept saying John was saying that that out loud. Oh yeah, 86 Bears, it's time to stop them, and I was agreeing wow. with them, and they, and they wouldn't do it. And the other the other thing is that offensive line is a big problem. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say that Zach Wilson is a superstar quarterback, or I don't know. I don't know if he's a decent quarterback, but it's hard to judge him. They, those guys aren't doing a very good job of protecting them. They weren't able to run the ball at all to support them with these t- with these talented guys they have on offense. So I think they might be a little further away than they think. And do you really think, look, what can they get for a quarterback? Number one, he'd have to learn the offense. I mean, do you think Carson Wentz can take them to the playoffs? Do you really think Kirk Cousins, if you're gonna, if you're gonna really, if you're, you're gonna have to give something up to get him, is it worth it? Do you really think that, like, that seems to be a crying call up here in Kirk Cousins? Do you really think that Kirk Cousins has taken them to a championship? No, probably so. a play. I mean, he he would give them a legitimate uh, chance. At the but what are you gonna? But what are you gonna give up to get right. him? If you're supposed to have a future. You've got a very young team. Like, should you be selling out for this year? I don't think so. And so. I know, I know you you made a joke, senior, um, early in the podcast. But John, do you think? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> I was going to say there is a quarterback out there who's probably available and who has some familiarity with the Nathaniel Hackett offense. That's in, it's in Denver, Denver, Colorado. What do you think, Sean? No, Peyton uh, might be a little old. <laughs> but 
Yeah, no, I tend to agree. Like, I generally agree with you, senior, that it kind of the injury put them between a rock and a hard place. Um, I the one thing I disagree with is by saying we don't know if Wilson's marginal. Like he isn't. I think pretty much by every metric, he's the worst. He's the worst quarterback in the whole NFL. So anyone would be an improvement, but like. Anyone, anyone who would really be a difference maker, you're going to have to give up a lot for. And then, you know, Rogers says he's coming back, too. And if there's one thing Aaron doesn't want or appreciate, it's competition. <laughs> right. So I think you just ride you ride it out. And it's just a, another middling season And the Patriots. I mean, are, are the Patriots are heading toward a similar record. That's the Jets. I mean, it was a it was a nice win, but. Um, offensively, if you watch the Patriots, they're not they're they're just not good enough to to really compete with some of these, you know, just just in the division like Buffalo and Miami are obviously way, way, way better than, than the Patriots. So but it was a nice win. So let's move on to our what was what was the game of the week? Game of the week. Yeah, wasn't that great of a week, huh? Um, Ravens Colts, maybe. <laughs> Ravens because of it was, it was exciting, and then Green Bay New Orleans was exciting. But we might—I mean, you alluded to it in the open, senior. So we should talk about it. Miami, 70, 70 to twenty, ten touchdowns against Denver. Just a beatdown. Two is um, MVP odds are like plus 300 now. If he stays healthy, John, are they the odds on favorite for the Super Bowl champion? I would still put them below the probably the top two in the uh, NFC uh, as far as Super Bowl. But uh, with the AFC, uh, sure, they're right up there with uh, with Casey and the uh, the favorites. And definitely in the uh, in the top tier. What do you think, senior? Yeah, I mean, that offense is really, really good. I mean, that's as good as it gets. But also, I mean, that game was also um, – they're a really good offense, but that game, their offense really went off way – obviously way more than they have in any other game. Like like the Pats held them to 24, which looks really good. But if you watched – you know, we were kind of half watching it because we had the Pats Jets on, so we were seeing that in – um, you know, red zone. But after watching stuff, some of the stuff after, you know, since then watching it all week, I mean, that was the most putrid defensive performance you're ever going to see. I mean, the first touchdown, the one to the one to Tyreek Hill, you don't even see you don't even see another a defender in the in the frame as he's catching the ball crossing the middle. There's nobody even near him. Some of those runs by, okay, I'm going to pronounce his name correctly because we've all been corrected. It's A-Chan, not A-Chain. Some of those runs by A-Chan, like the long one, he just ran straight ahead for like 80 yards. I know he's got speed, but, I mean, the Denver defense was an atrocity. But, yeah, I think, I think yeah, I would say Miami is one of, definitely one of the favorites in the East. And I'd agree with John that the other two are Buffalo and Kansas City. It seems like uh, Kins- Unless they bounce back, really bounce back. Cincinnati's star looks like it's down a little bit. If Burrow doesn't get healthy quick, it's hard to say. Put them in the same category as those three teams. So, yeah, this this is going to be a beauty this week at Buffalo. No doubt about that. This is going to tell us a lot. Great segue, Senior. So the Bills, after after a hiccup on that very strange Monday night game, week one, where with the aforementioned Rodgers injury and punt return touchdown, have come back with two emphatic wins in a row, uh, 37 to three over the Commanders to really, really, you know, there's one thing you start two and oh, you're excited and then. To just get stomped like that on your home field, really reality check for Commanders fans. Um, you know they're 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 marginal at best. Um, but this Buffalo Miami game because they're they're both coming in hot. Game is in Buffalo. Bills Mafia should be should be the game of the week, right? I mean that is a that is a fantastic matchup. Um, well, I don't know. You know, at one o'clock, I was looking and I said, I'm going to be really torn 
between that and Broncos Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bron- Broncos Bears is our is our toilet bowl for the season so far. It's probably not going to get it any worse than that. Um, we don't we 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 don't need to talk about that one. It's um it's ugly. Um, I'd say both teams, it's in their best interest for both teams to lose that game. Um, but Miami Buffalo is a real interesting game, right? Especially in Buffalo, Miami's got the shine. They're coming in hot, but Buffalo, you know, just, just smacked Washington too. It's in Buffalo. Um, I think Buffalo has a better defense, although the Miami defense has played well this year. I think Buffalo has a little bit of a better defense, um, but crazy to say, I think I think Miami has a better offense, and I think Miami probably has, like the way they're playing right now, probably has the better quarterback, at least in that system. I mean, he is he is running that system to perfection. It's tough to find any fault in any flaws into his game right now. So it's a real coin flip for me. But I I'm gonna say in Buffalo. I'm going to go with the Bills. You know, I, I think it's a three-point game either way, and I just think that I think they'll pull it out at the end. But I would not be surprised in the least if Miami if Miami wins. But I do think I think it's a high-scoring game, 30-27 Buffalo senior. Yeah, it should be a really fun game to watch, and it's really hard to pick a winner. I agree. Buffalo is really good, and they're tough at home. But I'm honestly going to pick Miami. The way that they're rolling. I see it as the one the uh, we all know what Buffalo's floor is and that's you know they tend to turn the ball over a bit. And you don't want to turn the ball over against this team and number 1 give them a short field, but number 2 give them extra possessions because they're going to be really hard to stop with all this this unique stuff they're doing with the motion on the outside. It all works because they have so much speed. Nobody can keep up with it. So yeah, I say I say Miami in a close game, fairly high scoring, like you said, and the difference being they win the battle of the turnovers. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, imagine if Jalen Waddle would have played on Sunday. Uh, they, they might have gotten to a, they could have gotten to a hundred. He practiced. Yeah, imagine if they would have left their starters in. He he practiced in <laughs> full today. So yeah, he'll be back. So that I mean, any, yeah. it's a concussion protocol thing, but he practiced full contact today. So. He'll be waddling around as well. It's a devastating <laughs> offense to try to stop. Buffalo's D's good, but I don't know. And the, the Patriots slowed them down to a point. I mean, yeah. the Patriots, so we'll see. John, split the difference here, my friend. I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, Buffalo. Uh, Miami's uh, actually, I think it was uh, too easy last week. So that that, that first time. Maybe uh, or maybe it doesn't happen, but uh, that first time they get stopped is going to be a real shocker one. Uh, I mean, the the punt is probably going to be on you know on the sideline. <laughs> the shock that he has to go in. So uh, I th- I think Buffalo is going to get a couple stops and uh, and pull it up by a field goal, high scoring game. All right, and then I mean we've we've talked about it a little bit, so we should like we I know we have a, a number of Bears fans who are. Listeners, um, <laughs> senior, senior, senior <laughs> really, really trying to push those folks away. Guys, don't listen to them. And I, I mean, I think you guys are realists. So the funny <laughs> thing with the Bears is that there was a lot of hope coming into the season. I think they were the second. I mean, I know it's because of the odds, but I think they were the second or third most bet team to win the Super Bowl. Coming into the season, there was some field like MVP buzz, and I mean, it couldn't be going worse, right? I mean, they are, they are some, they they were horrible last year. They had the number one overall pick, and they're somehow worse, even with like they brought in DJ Moore and stuff. Like Fields blames the coaches. I, I don't know, senior. I mean, I as much as you, you know, you like to dance on the bears graves. I, I know that you're a, uh, that you're, you've, you've always liked Justin Fields, but he really looks broken right now. He really doesn't look like an NFL quarterback out there for through the first three games of the season. Yeah. As, it, as he did last year early. And then I, you know, I, I think I agree that they got to let him try and let him be Justin Fields a little bit. 
it seems like they're trying to turn him into a pocket passer and he, they're not designing anything for him to get on the get out on the edge where he's where he's really dangerous, you know, puts pressure on the defense. That's definitely part of it. I mean, yeah, the big part of the Bears problem is their defense probably isn't too much better than the Broncos. So, I mean, it's a it's a two it's a two sided problem where your offense is really struggling, your your quarterback struggling with a you know with a seemingly a new system, and your defense completely stinks. It's hard. It's it's a hard formula to win football games with that. I mean, they got a shot this week. If they ever had a shot for a win, it could happen this week. Uh, to all I, you say, I dance on the bear's grave. Well, it's an easy thing to do. I know it's low hanging fruit, but <laughs> you know, I, if, if I would tune in in any way to that game this week, I'd be pulling for the bears because screw Peyton and the Broncos. I I wouldn't feel bad if they don't win a game all year. I mean that that performance by the Broncos last week was really awful, and um even like like I mean, and they have some good players on defense. Like Pat Sertan's real good, and he he they had him shadow Hill, and I mean it was ugly. Like he like I guess that means you you shouldn't shadow Tyreek Hill, right? Like you're just gonna put two two guys on him because like to your point, seniors is running running wild and running free. The game, I mean, if the Bears were ever ever going to have some pride, right? The Broncos are coming coming in 0-3 after giving up 70 points. The game's in Chicago, and the Broncos are favored. Yeah, the Broncos run. are like three-point favorites. So, you're talking about Sertan and stuff. Just run on them. I mean, have you ever seen a worse run defense? Yeah, two running backs score four touchdowns each. What, they rush for like 400 yards or something? Just run on them. We'll see. It might be a shootout. Neither defense can stop anything. The Bears defense, I think, is actually worse. The Bears defense, I think, is the worst in the whole NFL. Um, I mean, Kansas City, like, I, I honestly looked like they weren't even going 100% most of the game. Like, it was mostly, you know, how, how can we how can we impress Taylor Swift was really, <laughs> wah, wah, like, oh, the Bears are out here, too. And, um I mean, it was just e- easy work for them. So, like, you're not going to get a worse game. But, but for our Bears fans, we should pick the game. Um, I think, I think, I think Denver's a real dumpster fire. I think it's Wilson's. I think, I think Peyton wants to pull Wilson, and I think going into Chicago and, and, and losing to the bears is a uh, perfect excuse to do that. So bears get on the board one in three. Um, I don't foresee the shootout that you do senior just because of the, um, the, the, the bad offense that we're going to see 17, 14 with uh, Russell Wilson throwing a game ceiling interception in the red zone on the last drive. Let's ride. Johnny, you go next. <laughs> Oh, 17-14. These are the two of the worst defenses in the league <laughs> with uh, the definite issues. Uh, Vance Joseph, defensive coordinator of uh, the Broncos, can't be uh, feeling too secure in his job. <laughs> if if he gives up a 30-burger to, to Chicago, then, uh, yeah, he might be out. And uh, the, the Bears already <laughs> don't have a defensive coordinator. Whatever happened there? <laughs> oh, boy. A lot of problems there. Yeah, you know, and, and now, you know, the Bears fans uh, uh, are looking on the bright side. They're optimistic. They're going to have, a, you know, top two picks in a draft next year. But but it, but it's like a joke when you got to keep starting over. They get, What are they going to do? They're going to get a new coach again, a new, a new GM again, or a new quarterback. It's like – Eventually, you gotta gotta have some stability uh, with the poor Bears. And, and but as far as this game, I'll go. I'll go with the lesser of two evils. Uh, that the that the Broncos defense uh, gets it gets it together. And because uh, it hasn't been. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, people are dying on on Russ, but and maybe even to shake it up if they do lose. I agree with you. Then he he might be benched. But uh, it hasn't really been on on Russ. It's been more on that defense. Hey Johnny, thank you for picking the Broncos. That's why I had you go next. I didn't want us. I didn't want us to put the, this week in the NFL jinx on the Bears. I'm going with the Bears. 30, 31 to twenty four. 
<laughs> 40 burgers. The, star of the, the, the offensive star of the game, Justin Fields rushes for 175 yards. <laughs> yeah, he gets back to it. And yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, it's, it is like the, you know, what is it, the uh, irresistible force against the um, immovable object? Yeah. Because it's like, well, the, uh, the, the, the defenses movable. are awful. Well, the offenses are awful. So um, let's go, Bears. I think all three of us can say that we are we are rooting for the Bears in this game. That You can't get a less likable team than Denver. At least the Bears are young. Right. Like Denver's supposed to, you know, they're, they're, they're supposed to be good. They have a expensive quarterback and a Cadillac head coach. And yeah, I'd like to see that Cadillac go up in flames. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there, senior. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> you have some other, some other fun action this week. So senior, let's, let's go again. Let's go again to a team that you discussed in the, in the open. And I give you credit for, for taking a shot at the Cowboys, given, given our Patriots are heading into Dallas this week. Um, as a Pats well, you know, fan, I, I probably wish they wouldn't have lost to the Cardinals last week, but there's, here some, we are. there's some people that say that stuff, you know, no, we're done. They're not going to lose two in a row. They don't, they're not, they're not going to want to lose two in a row. I don't think they wanted to lose last week either. You know? So you never know. But one thing, guy going into Jerry Jerry world, it's going to be pretty fired up. Zeke's legs look pretty fresh last week. <laughs> oh, I would love to see him have a day. And the Cowboy run defense, this great, great elite defense, it gave up over 180 yards rushing in the first half to the powerhouse Cardinals at over 11 yards per carry. I mean, that's pathetic defense. And but their defense is great as a front runner, right? You know, they like what they did to the to the Giants. When they get a lead and they can just Parsons and Lawrence and those guys can just pin their ears back. Oh, that defense is unbelievable. But if they're not playing from ahead, I don't think they're the elite defense that like I would rate as more complete a defense, the 49ers. Or the Eagles, because people were saying this is the best defense in the league. This is these guys are going to be historic and all this. And then I don't. And, and I've also heard some stuff. Well, well, it was the Cowboys' defense minus Diggs. Now, come on, they were running on them. The Diggs factor didn't mean anything. The Cardinals put it to them, so it was sweet to say. See, and I certainly can't say I picked the Pats to beat them, but you know we. We go out there with the Pats go out there with good game plans. They're one and two, but their worst loss was by seven points to a very good Miami team. So Bill and that defense and the way they game plan and that the offense is a little better with O'Brien showing signs of life. I know they don't have the wide receivers, or, you know, they don't have weapons all over the place, but they tend to, they look better than they did last year, right? I mean, the offense at least looks competent. So. The Pats may not win, but they're going to keep it close. And, man, if they could just steal it, could you picture the win with, like, Zeke going over the goal line to win the game? How sweet that would be. I think I think three-quarters of the Cowboy fans would be cheering if that happened. So. Yeah, it would be – you know, it would be even sweeter as if they had the Salvation Army bucket for him to jump in. There you go. <laughs> um, Zeke. No, Zeke. It, like, I, I actually agree with everything you said, Senior. It's a – it's a winnable game for the Patriots because of how they play and the takeaways they can take from the Cardinals game. So I know, I know it's coming into the season. The, uh, the Cardinals were looking like, like, like a surefire worst team in the NFL. Um, they're not, they're, they're not those two teams we just discussed are certainly worse. And then there's others that are worse. The Cardinals have played really well, and frankly, could be could be three and zero, should be two and one if they didn't fall apart in the second half against um, against the Giants. And if you watched that game last week, it wasn't fluky. It wasn't like the you know big plays and like you know the ball bounces going the Cardinals way. The Cardinals just went out there and beat them. It was the Cardinals just went out there and flat out beat them. They beat them on both sides of the ball. Um, and they did expose, in my opinion, the 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 weakness in this vaunted Cowboys defense. And it is a great defense. But, 
you can run on them, right? You, I mean, the, the, the Arizona ran all over them, and that's going to be the Patriots' game plan is to run all over them. And then defensively is where – is with the Patriots on defense is where the game gets interesting. Um, you know, at least my guess, my guess, right, is – we're going to we're going to treat this game like we treated the Jets game where we're going to we're going to not let Dallas beat us running the ball and they're going to make Dak beat us throwing the ball and hope for mistakes especially Raj Raj we always kind of have a bend but not break philosophy as well and the Cowboys other fatal flaw is that red zone offense is a well, you saw it. I mean, you saw the recurring that, problem. Saw that like last week. Ugly head last week again. That's right. So it 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 is a winnable game for for the Patriots. It is a winnable game for the Patriots. I, I don't want to pick the game because I I don't want to jinx the Patriots. John, did you have any 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 thoughts on the game as a uh, as an outside observer? Oh, the uh, the. The, the way to beat Dallas is to run right at him. If you if you have the offensive line, you have to uh, kind of attack Parsons before he attacks you. And uh, the Cardinals were able to do that. Uh, the, their entire offensive line, o- over 300 pounds, uh, so they they ran they ran right at Parsons. And uh, if you have the offensive line to do it, that's the way to beat the Cowboys. But the, there's only a, you know a few teams like the 49ers and uh, and the Cardinals. Uh, very surprising. Uh, great start, as you mentioned. They could be three and zero. Very respectable. That, that's because they're solid on the uh, on, on both lines. Uh, the, uh, with with their uh, new coach coaching staff, uh, they they built a, a nice offense and defensive line so far. That's uh, keeping them in these games and 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 making them a lot better than uh, we thought. So kudos to the Cardinals. But as far as uh as far as the game with the uh, the Patriots and and Dallas, uh, as you said, they're gonna make Dak beat him, and uh, I, I think Dak is slightly better than uh, the quarterback you played last week. So uh, I'll give the uh, the Dallas the edge and going with the Cowboys here at home. Sorry, guys. No, no. I mean, it, it's 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 probably the right pick, but I think I think the Patriots do have a chance. Um, let's move right on to the Cardinals. So the other the other you know, front runner that John was alluding to earlier for and in for the Super Bowl and the NFC is the 49ers um, coming off. I mean, the, the, the scheduling gods didn't do Arizona any favors with uh, <laughs> they, you know, they played Dallas and it was essentially a home game for Dallas. There was about 80 percent Cowboys fans at the, the Cardinal Stadium. Yeah, and now, they get, now they get uh, at San Francisco with San Francisco having to play it on Thursday. So you get at, at San Francisco, the the 49ers with an extra three days rest. The 49ers coming up, it was a bit of a, I mean, we'll call it, it was a bit of a shellacking of the, of the Giants. It just is what it is. The 49ers are a very good team. The Giants without Saquon Barkley, it's a it's tough, tough hill to climb right there. Um, but Arizona not getting any respect here again as 14 and a half point underdogs for the, for the, the second week in a row. Senior, any chance the Cardinals come out and shock the world here? Well, there's always a chance, but I don't I don't see it. The 49ers are really good on both sides of the ball. They're really good in the trenches. You know, you know, they're not going to be able to run it down the down the 49ers throats like with you know Fred Warner and that different those run stoppers and you know I don't I just don't see Dobbs passing all over him either and 49ers offense is really clicking on all cylinders no I don't see it so I I, I see the, the 49ers winning by right around where the spread is I think they got it pretty pretty much right a couple yeah, of okay. times I tend to agree. I, I think I would go Niners by tenish. John, yeah, any clean, any 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 crazy pick here? Nah, clean sweep with the the Niners, but uh, but I I do like what I've seen out of the Cardinals. Very very surprising. Uh, and if they could get if they could get to uh to Purdy, force the early turnover, a couple turnovers, uh, I, I could definitely say it wouldn't be shocking for an upset. But uh, you know, if you ask for a pick, I'll go definitely go with the Niners. All right, and. Got a number of other interesting games here. We have Baltimore 
going to Cleveland. So Baltimore, really, really kind of a bad loss at home to Indianapolis. Um, if you if you guys watch the game, I mean, Indianapolis did everything they could to hand Baltimore this game on a silver platter, and Baltimore just wouldn't take it. Minshew did the Dan Arlovsky and stepped out of the back of the end zone um, for a safety late in the fourth quarter to make it a three-point game. Baltimore got the ball. They just needed to get one first down to ice the game, and they couldn't do it. They got the ball a couple of times in overtime and and got stopped. And then uh, Matt Gay had a howitzer for a leg, and that was that. So great win for the Colts. Bad loss, in my opinion. Bad loss for Baltimore. Um, they tried to rebound here against a Cleveland team that came out and, and took care of business against the Titans. And say what you will about the Titans, they usually don't get crushed like that. And Cleveland just destroyed them. The Titans offense could do zero against that Cleveland defense. And don't look now, but that that defense with um, that they talk about in Dallas – you might have a, a better version of that in Cleveland. This has looked like a top one or two defense in the NFL to me. Um, tough game for Baltimore going to Cleveland. I like the Browns. I think I think the Browns are for real. Watson looked a little better. That was really the thing holding them back. And he, if he can, I mean, he doesn't need to be the guy from three years ago. If he can be serviceable. That defense is is really, really good. So I, I like the Browns to kind of continue their momentum here and get a win against uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Senior. Sorry, John. I keep calling Senior first. John. The uh, the Titans have a limited offense, but 94 total yards. Keeping a team under 100 yards in this day and age, that's quite an accomplishment for for the Browns. And, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, going, I'm going with the Browns, too. Uh, it looks like uh, Watson's... Uh, Getting it together and uh, you know, after looking a little rusty as uh, his first few games, but uh, he's improving every week and uh, definitely that defense has dominated. So go with the Browns. All right, senior. And Miles Garrett in that defense is rolling. The secondary's playing real well, and I mean, they—you know—you talk about the Cowboys' defense. There's no—I don't see the Cowboys' defense holding Derrick Henry to like what 19 yards rushing or something in that game. So it was a real impressive performance, and they do have a major league defense. I feel kind of bad that they've uh, they, they they got a chance to really make some noise. It's really kind of too bad that they lost Chubb. But still, they, this kid Ford's running the ball good if the offensive line doesn't. I mean, Zach Moss ran for over 100 yards against the Ravens D last week. So I can see them getting something done on the ground, and Deshaun's doing good, and yeah, we're putting we're putting the the big jinks on the Browns because, I mean, I'm not going to change it. I I was thinking Cleveland all the way too. So, clean sweep for the Browns. This could be a jinx. What could go wrong? What could go <laughs> wrong? I'm with the on the Chubb point, senior. <laughs> it's horrible. It's <laughs> thanks, John, for the the laugh there. Um, it is. It's a horrible, like horrible injury. Um, you feel awful for him. He's one of the good guys in the NFL. Um, but with that said, if if you have to pick the position where you're going to suffer the catastrophic injury, like running back is 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 more replaceable, right? Yeah, so they went the out, they signed they signed Kareem Hunt. They they can they can cobble together 80 percent of Chubb's production. Um, and it like Tennessee has a really good run defense. You're not going to run on them, um, but Baltimore. Not so much, like you said. So I, I expect actually a pretty big day out of out of Ford this week. You you have the same mentality as a football management, uh, NFL management, not paying the running backs, so they're they're expendable. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, John. But <laughs> like like it's a there's a difference, right? Like Brees Hall is a great running back. Um, ask any Jets fan if you would have preferred if he. Well, I don't say it like that, but. Losing Rodgers was a bigger deal than when Brees Hall blew out his ACL last year. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's an easier position to cobble something together than some others. Except in, in most cases, I'd agree. 
but really, I mean, for a number of years now, Chubb has really been like the real centerpiece of that offense. So it's a bigger loss than it would be on most teams. Who Agreed. Running back. Agreed, senior. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we look at we have some other we have some other strong games here. I think. Um, Detroit at Green Bay Thursday night. Hopefully this is posted by then. We're recording it Wednesday night. Um, the Green Bay knocks Carr out of the game down 17 nothing. Comes back. I think it might be the first time I've seen it work. You guys will have to remind me. But the analytics play oh, yeah. works works <laughs> works to perfection. They score a touchdown down 14. Go for two. Get it. And then score a touchdown to win the game, 18 to 17 over over New Orleans um, and Jameis Winston. So real, I real. Had a, I had an analytical debate with a couple of the uh, the, the pro <laughs> analytics uh, squad. Well, they turned out right. I, I mean, you know, things like that. It's always good when you make it. But, but then oh, when you did, miss it, the, the analytics work in your favor when you make it. That's all. But did did what about the? Um, so the, the 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 big analytics play came out of exactly where it always does. I texted Senior when I saw it. Um, Brandon Staley going for it on fourth down uh, from his own twenty-eight. Oh, yeah. I don't zone. even know if the analytics people agreed with that one. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> the analytics. So I I, I I read it afterwards. The analytics. It was a five percent five percent better decision to do what he did analytically. But, but does that take into account the play call? That what did they run? Fullback dive. Fullback dive. Twenty yards in the game. They couldn't run at all, <laughs> and they just ran it right up the gut. And they couldn't run it. I mean, how can you go for that there? That there's no well, defense. I mean, so to me I, that, but they, we said this last year a few times. This guy, this guy should have been fired ten times already. So fortunate to come out here with the win. I know we're talking Detroit Green Bay, but watching it live, did any of you? I mean, there was like no doubt in my mind that they weren't picking up that first down either. Like a lot of times, it's like, oh, if I'm the other team, I don't really want him to go for it because ah, they're probably gonna get it. I I had I had zero confidence that they were picking that up. Zero confidence. I can't believe that Minnesota didn't win the game because it was, I mean, the script was all laid out there, right? Staley outthinks himself and costs his team the game. But Minnesota's reversal of all the good juju from last year was stronger, I suppose. Primetime Kirk came out (laughs) with a big pick. It was looking like they were going to win. Yeah, awful. But you want to go back to Detroit Green Bay? Good game, huh? Real Great game. interesting Thursday night game. Yeah, you know, I I really like the Lions, but you gotta like what the what the Packers have been doing and Jordan Love. I mean, that was a great comeback. And even though I kept telling John, I kept saying they haven't scored a point since Carr went out. They haven't scored a point <laughs> since Carr went out. So I think that that certainly contributed to the win, but. It was still a ballsy performance by Jordan Love to bounce back like he did and, and get it done with his legs and his arm. He's, he's been impressive. You know, the Packers formula of uh, drafting a guy and let him sit a few years but behind a really good quarterback has worked out quite well for him. And maybe maybe they just hit on another one, you know. It's Favre, then Rodgers, and then and now Love, you know. But I tend to want to pick the home team in this matchup and say it's going to be a home and home series. But, but you remember yeah. Detroit, Detroit went in there yeah. and beat them. We gave, we gave to knock well, them out of the playoffs. No, I hadn't finished the statement. No, I'm I sorry. Wasn't going to say sorry. That. I I'm was sorry. going to say as all the good things I've said about the Packers and love. I still think the lions are a better team. And so I'm going to pick the lions to go into Lambeau and win a close game. I think the lions are really going to make some noise this year. Roar! Roar yeah, I, yeah. I did it for you, senior. I did it for you. So the thing with Jordan Love is, you know, he had a great mentor who taught him in those in those pressure pressure situations. Yeah, just like all you, he, all, he all, so all good for Zach. All you have to do is relax. <laughs> yeah. Go have a 
go have a psilocybin mushroom tea party. See, uh, John, how do you, how do you see this game going? Uh, it's gonna be a tight one. I'm I'm rolling with the Packers. Uh, home home advantage on Thursday night, and uh, both teams playing well. The Packers could be uh, three and zero. Oh. Uh, they 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 got they got clipped by the Falcons in the, the that second week. Otherwise, they could they could be three and zero. Oh. And uh, so, so same thing with the Lions. So both these teams playing well. I'm going with the Packers at home. They're both good teams. I think they're both playoff teams, both of them. So isn't, that, it, isn't it an example? I don't know if it's, you know, maybe more experience, but an exa- the prime example of a change of scenery, really turning a guy around, you know, golf was kind of a laughing stock by the time, you know, he left, he left the Rams. Uh, no, he's, he's, he's a really, he's a really good NFL quarterback. I don't know if it's, you know, like I said, it came with time and more experience or, if the change of scenery just really did the guy good, but he's a really good player. Yeah. And I mean, he, I think like, like it was pretty clear with the Rams that there were, there were some confidence issues going on, I think with him. Um, and I think the change of scenery helped and he's got some really good weapons there. He's developed a great connection with them. Um, they hit on a fourth round pick who's a phenomenal receiver, right? Amon Ross St. Brown. And, um, yeah, he's a he he is he is a very very better than average NFL quarterback, which is not not something you would have predicted when when that trade was made. He was almost thrown in. It felt like, um, along with all the draft picks here, take this guy too. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick Green Bay. It's another one. I think it's a three point game, and I'm just gonna go with the home team. And I really really like Jordan Love. I think I think he's I think he's got it. So we'll see. It's going to be a good one. All right, guys, we got. um, Well, well, I want to talk about both of these teams. So let's talk Vegas at the Chargers. So the Chargers, we just talked about staved off all in three. They're one and two with another like kind of get right matchup here. It's in Los Angeles, but it'll be all Raiders fans. So consider that a home game for the for the Raiders. The Raiders coming off you know, a winnable, a winnable game on Sunday night against the Steelers, um, where McDaniel's like that, the, the that decision, like I'm not like that's this isn't an analytics thing, it just felt like a really stupid decision, right? <laughs> so for those, if you watch the game, the the Raiders were were down eight. Moving, moving the ball. They got the ball to about the 30-yard line. It was fourth and three with four minutes left. And he brings out the field goal unit, which, it, like, that I thought was a bad decision. Right? I said, well, you still need a touchdown even if, even if you kick the field goal. But at least there was about four minutes left. So he kicks the field goal, calls some, you know, they called a penalty for leverage on the, on the, um, on the Steelers. So first down, they run another minute and a half off the clock. And now it's fourth and, was it fourth and goal from the four or fourth and three from the seven, whatever it was, it was three or four yards and they were inside the 10 yard line. Like now it's real obvious, right? If you, if, if you like, if you play it out, right. Kicking the field goal, you're down five. You're kicking off to them. There's two minutes left in the game. You need a three and out to get the ball back, right? Going for it and getting stopped, you're down eight. They're inside their 10-yard line. You need to get a three and out to get the ball back to get a touchdown to win the game. So I can't – I mean, I, I felt like it was fireable. Honestly, right? Like, really, really, there's no, no justification for that. And they're, they're, the, the poor, poor Devontae Adams is so good. He's such a good player. He, I mean, I think he make a strong case that he's the best receiver in the NFL, right? Or on that short list. And he's playing his ass off and he's got to deal with that. And then Garoppolo apparently was concussed during the game and finished the game anyway, which might explain the last interception where he just kind of threw it directly to the other team. But man, this is a game like 
you think you think the Chargers are going to win this game, right? But like these two, like this is the worst coaching matchup. Like this is like the Bears Broncos of coaching matchups. Like who's gonna who's gonna do who's gonna do the stupid thing to give it away? <laughs> I'm gonna go Staley. I'm gonna go Vegas in an upset because the Chargers defense sucks, and the Vegas is gonna be able to. Uh, to get things going offensively, it's going to be a close game. And last week was an aberration. The Chargers don't win close games. Vegas in an upset. Senior. You know, besides the crazy decision at the end, it was an enjoyable game to watch. To watch uh, the quarterbacks trying to perform with the pass rushes that were on them. Because Bosa and Crosby were both living in the backfield. And, uh, yeah, it, Pickett actually made some nice plays by avoiding the rush and getting away and watching, as you alluded to, Devontae Adams' route running is just unbelievable to watch. I, I don't think you've, you'll ever see a better route runner that makes, you know, the, the, the better cuts and the little, the little subtle moves. He's, he's just incredible. So it was a fun, fun game to watch that ended in a weird way. I got to agree with you that like, what the hell is Josh doing? This may be uh a Peter principle kind of thing with Josh where, you know, he reached his peak as a coordinator that that's, that's who he should be as an offensive coordinator, not a head coach. But all that being said, you know, they still have the coaching advantage in this game, obviously with Staley on the other side, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go the other way. I just, I, I, I like San Diego's offense better. I don't think either defense is great other than the fact that the Raiders have a good pass rush. Um, they're going to be dealing with the other Bosa, so it's another Bosa Crosby game. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Raider, the Chargers, to actually win another game by maybe about a touchdown or so. All right, John, break the tie. Uh, I'm going Chargers. Uh, when it's a uh, two two kind of uh, teams in disarray uh, you know, with coaching and uh, and talent and uh, and other issues, uh, just go with the better quarterback. So I'll go, I'll go with Herbert Herbert over Jimmy G uh, or whoever. If he even plays, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the kid O'Connell looked good in the preseason. You never know. Um, all right, and. Seattle at the Giants on Monday night. Mm. Um, so Seattle, after after a, a, an odd, horrible performance in week one, has righted the ship, winning two in a row. Um, they did give up 361 yards passing to Andy Dalton in that victory <laughs> against Carolina. But offensively, they they really got the job done against what's a pretty good Carolina defense. Um, specifically, the running game for Seattle was excellent. The Giants, the Giants are a half of football against Arizona or away from people talking a lot about about even more about that there's a disaster. So at home, I think this is a must win, John, for for the G men if this season is going to be. Um, has any chance of being a success. You got to win this game at home and it's not an easy game. So I'm interested in your thoughts. Um, my, my thoughts, it's, uh, it's hard to judge the giants. I see they've only been ahead for like, uh, you know, two, two, three minutes uh, on the season. So uh, yeah, they're the defense, are disappointing. And, uh, uh, and the the offensive line uh, issues uh, is the same, uh, you know, the same thing. Watching the uh, Jets and the the Patriots, uh, both teams are limited offensively because of the you know, the offensive line isn't isn't up to par, and that, that's what's going on in with the Giants right now. And the same old story. When it looks like they had the issues showed up, but uh, I, I think the extra rest is going to do them good here. And even though they've they've never beaten Seattle at, at home in their history. Uh, I think they put the first one up on uh, on Monday, and they they finally put a good performance together. All right, so we have John going with the Giants, senior. Oh, I just got to credit you guys. Um, I did listen to your Week One podcast, and it was kind of a reverse jinx. You both strongly proclaimed that Seattle was taking a major step back. <laughs> yeah, sent them right on a two-game winning streak. We try, we try, senior. <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm sure we got at least one or two things right on there, Senior, if you want to point those out as well. <laughs> Can't remember. <laughs> and being completely objective for this game, I just I just don't like what I've seen from the Giants. And I, it's really hard to pick them to win this game. I think uh, I think Ken Walker and Charbonnet in that running game will be able to get some stuff done. If I I mean if you don't know, if, if Saquon plays and would be 100%, I think that means a lot to the Giant defense, but we have no idea, right? So, with no idea of that, I, I'm not going to make two picks saying what if he plays and what if he I doubt he plays. I doubt he plays. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. High ankle sprain, he's probably not going to play is my guess. I'm going to go with the Seahawks because I just think they're playing better football right now. And maybe they're not taking this major step back. So maybe maybe I can jinx it back the other way. But, John, you know, I'm doing this for you because we didn't want a clean sweep. We didn't want to put the jinx up, guys. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm going to pick the Seahawks as well, Senior. I do um, – It's it's been – watching the Giants, it's just been – It's they really haven't found any rhythm, right, offensively. Like, it's – it's, it just hasn't been pretty, and some of the stuff they were doing last year that got them to where they are, they're not sneaking up on people this year. Um, what do you think of day ball, John? Is is the bloom off the rose a little bit for you, or yeah, do you think you just give him a shot, give him more of a shot? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, he has to be humbled that uh, he, you know, he's 0-6 against Dallas and Philly, and and out of those six, none, none of them, maybe one of them was was even uh, respectable or close. So, so so he, he does, there's at least two coaches that have his number or you know, and, and too much talent. So, uh, and also the uh, yeah the offense doesn't look uh, crisp, and uh, the some of his decision makings have, have been questionable. But uh, so we'll we'll see. But it's tough to judge because they they played you know they've already played. Two of the best teams in the uh, in the NFC. So, All right. Well, we'll be pulling for for the Giants, John. Oh, um, you know, we didn't like. I, real quick, Kansas City at the Jets. It's a, this is a this is a season, you know, a kitchen sink type game for the Jets, kind of similar to Pat's um, Cowboys, where pulling an upset here would be huge for them. Any chance in hell? They get it done, senior. One and three. <laughs> so, so not that they have a one and three chance of winning the game. That's not what you're saying. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about their record. One and three after this. I mean, they're not going to. There's no way that team's beating the Chiefs. That offense is looking so inept. You've got to put some points up to beat the Chiefs. And the Chiefs defense has been playing really well. They've really good. Yeah, so I, I don't see it at all, at all, at all. It's probably the surest thing of the week. It's even surer than the, the more sure than the Bears over the Broncos. <laughs> John, no, I can't. Uh, I, I can't uh, respectably pick the Jets. Uh... Clean sweep. I'm go. I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. Um, well. There you go, Justin. We're trying to help you out here, but I don't even think we have that much power. Steelers at Houston's an interesting game too. The Steelers, after a really ugly Week One loss, have have also righted the ship. It's been it's been shaky and on the backs of their defense, but they they've they've won two in a row. Houston is looking um, very frisky. Stroud, I think I think if you redid the draft today, even after just a few weeks of the regular season, I think Stroud would probably go number one. He's looked, he's very much looked the part. Um, And, you know, they're, they're like a good, that was a nice win for them against Jacksonville. They stomped them. So in Houston, I'm still going to pick Pittsburgh. I just think that pass rush and a rookie quarterback, um, they figure out a way to get it done. Senior. And the other thing about Houston is their defense is playing really well too. They're home. I think I think Houston's turning it around a little bit, and I'm not that impressed with the Steelers. Screw the Steelers, <laughs> you know. Yeah, C.J. Stroud's playing great. This Tank Dell looks like they hit on that one too, and and Nico's a good receiver. And they, their defense is solid. One thing they haven't gotten 
really Damian Pierce and their running game going yet. But you keep throwing the ball effectively, and uh, that's going to help the running game. So, no, I'm not that impressed with the Steelers, and I, I like Houston at home. I'll go with Houston. John, I think you directly impacted that pick with that little video you sent over to us this week. John, John, John trolled us this week. No, no, didn't add any context. Just sent a video over of, of Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis complaining that the Patriots cheated in, two, in the 2004 playoffs, which I believe, senior, that was the year, right, that the the Steelers were 15 and one and the Patriots were 14 and two. And then the Patriots just, just clubbed them in the playoffs. Like the game wasn't even close. One of the most ridiculous things you, you'll ever hear from two guys with absolutely zero credibility. Why even listen to them? Really? You know, we, 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 we all have so much respect for the character of big Ben. You gotta be kidding me. That's what I said. Yeah, it's a real moral compass. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. But, um, John, who do you like here? Uh, I'm going with the black and yellow. Uh, I'm glad you guys are fired up. Uh, I knew you guys would like that. Video. <laughs> I'll go with the black and yellow. Their experience to sneak one out over Houston. The improved Texans. There was a time that Senior would have just gone and found a Steelers fan to yell at after watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> Driven around till he saw one. <laughs> all right, I think we hit all the uh, all the major ones here. I know Tampa and New Orleans are both two and one. Um, Jameis revenge game. Win- Winston versus Mayfield in New Orleans. Um, let's just make it a quick hit. Mayfield. Tampa goes to three and one. They're my surprise team this year. Senior. Jameis and the Saints defense. Break the tie, John. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints. Uh, Baker uh, looks like he's uh, headed uh, back towards uh, mediocrity. All right. That was the only other one that that looked interesting to me. So, all right, guys. Great to get the three-man booth back together. We uh, we said 45 minutes and it's an hour, but you know how it is when the three old guys get talking, right? It's like a like we're in the coffee shop. Hey, one more thing that happened this weekend Uh-oh. that that I no, this is something I really liked. That uh, I'm always this might not surprise you that much, but I I love a good rant. Like, you know, the, the ones that become famous, like playoffs and uh, crown their asses, you know? Yeah. Well, one of the best rants I've ever seen came. Where's Lou Holtz now? Oh, my <laughs> God, was Ryan Day fired up and I loved it. <laughs> Lou Holtz went and put his foot in his mouth. Like, you know, that a boy, Lou. Yeah. Way to go, Ryan Day. Where's Lou Holtz now? Yeah, I mean, we don't talk a lot of college football on here, but that was classic. Uh, no, 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 no problems on my end seeing Notre Dame lose and especially like kind of choke. It was a great like, game. It was a really good game. Great. Yeah. You, I mean, I don't know if you saw a senior, but they uh, they only had 10 guys on the field for yeah, the last yeah. two plays. That 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 makes the goal line stand a little tougher. Yeah. And, you know. After after Holtz called him soft, it just makes it so sweet. What a jerk! You know, to give him some locker room material, though. I'm glad I'm glad they didn't even hold back a little bit. That was sweet. All right. Any other grievances to air, senior? Before we? <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> All right, guys. So this was fantastic. We're here on the North South Connection North South Connection Podcast Network. Lots of great content. Um, check it out. Um, I just did a, I, I do one other podcast. It's called Talking Docs, where myself and Jennifer Smith and Logan Crossland, we talk about uh, different documentaries. We did a nice episode that posted yesterday or today on uh, Chimp Empire, the documentary on Netflix. John, you have anything to, anything to suggest to the listeners? Oh, no, the Talking Docs is uh, getting a lot of heat. Especially for you know, big if you're a big uh, documentary fan, that's the podcast to listen to. 
And senior, I know you don't do any other podcasts, but if anyone else, if anyone would ever like to hear more of these rants from senior, just just shoot me a text. I'll get him. We can do a FaceTime. Whatever <laughs> he, he, he can do, he's got this stuff on the ready all the time. Believe me. <laughs> so great, great to have you back, senior. It was it felt, it felt right having the three man booth together. I can confidently say we will be back next week, hopefully celebrating another. Dallas Cowboys defeat and the Bears first victory of the season. <laughs> so for senior and for and for Mr. J A D on the Cowboy in a mouth. Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. <laughs>